Okay, and welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop. You're Sam. You're Bart. We have got to get, we've got to get it together. I like just throwing it off to see you, to see how you react. Yeah, well, I don't, so (laughs) there's that. Uh, We are glad you guys decided to join us tonight. Um, So this is our weekly date night uh, thing. This This is how we hang out and... And spend time together yeah so and you all get the privilege to join us on that yes. um if this is your first time like listening some kind of awkward third wheel yeah if this is your first time listening and you don't know what we do uh listen to some of the other ones i'm tired of explaining this to you guys every week <laughs> so you'll, you'll, you'll catch it. the drift it's pretty you'll self-explanatory um so you want to go ahead and do our our coffee this week sure um you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm. We. I need to find the note because I don't know what coffee we're drinking. Oh, I got it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool. You, you got me. You got yeah. Me. So uh, tonight we've got one. It's it's from uh, Chameleon Organic Whole Bean Coffee. Um, looks like it comes from Austin, Texas. Uh, this particular. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> This uh, this blend is called Dark and Handsome. It's a dark roast. It says it has notes of smoky dark chocolate. It sounds delicious. Which is why I chose it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Um, we picked this one up. You guys said this one was from Walmart, right? Yep. So you guys should be able to find this one on the shelves at Walmart. Um, it comes in like a cream-colored bag with like pink... Uh, accents on there as well mm-hmm. and it um, has a chameleon on it yeah and it does have a chameleon so very fitting um let's see looks like it's the blend here sumatra peru and guatemala is sumatra an area i always thought that was like a type of bean or something mm-hmm. a type of roast it's a it's a area oh yeah where is sumatra i don't know why, why why do you gotta like quiz me on the spot here? I don't know. Because you were so certain that it's an area. If you know that it's well, I know a it's place. Not, I know it's not a bean. Oh, okay. Because there's Arabica and Rebecca beans. Well, I mean like a, I guess a blend or something, I thought. Or like a, a type of roast, I thought. Oh. I mean, I could, you're actually probably right that it's, it's probably just a... I think it's like the Sumatran region. Oh, okay. So it's not really like a... A place place, but more of like a roundabout place. Correct. Okay. Correct. Kind of like Persia. Sure. Like Persia is not, not like a specific place. It's like there's a lot of places that kind of make up Persia. Sure. Okay. You know that geography is not my strong suit. That's true. So, um, sure. The, we'll read through the description on, on the back of this one. It says, Dark, handsome, and bold AF. Hailing from <laughs> Sumatra, Peru. Yep. And Guatemala. This complex blend is smoky, Jeez, bag, smoky and bittersweet. With notes of dark cocoa and an aroma that just don't quit. With your help, we're changing lives through ethically sourced organic coffee. It's because of your love for an awesome brew that we can reinvest and bring localized solutions to improve lives in our growing coffee communities. Cool. And then the rest of it's just kind of like the standard 
you know, letting you know how to brew coffee. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and give okay. a uh, give this one it a shot. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. It does smell pretty good. I think it definitely it, smells kind of smoky. Yeah, I think he made it a little strong for like my personal taste, but probably. You always did you do this on bridge? Yep. Why do you do this? Well, Why? Because fortune favors the bold, <laughs> so I make it bold. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so, so I definitely smell like I it. definitely smell like the smoky. Um, it kind of goes back and forth between like the smoky aroma and some of that like actual cocoa. And it's not like chocolate, yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. smell with a lot of coffees, but it is actually like just cocoa, yeah, it's which is the... interesting. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and give the first sip. It's a little too strong for my taste, but it's good. I like that. Yeah, that's good. It's it's like it's very deep. So the, it's, it is a dark roast. Yeah. Um, the beans were very, very dark and waxy. Mm-hmm. Like I like to see in a good dark roast. Yeah. Um, it's very like deep, complex. Yeah, it, it is good. Like I said, like it's a little bit strong for my taste, but it's good. Yeah. I like it. It's kind of one of those where if you let it kind of breathe after you take that sip, you can kind like, of feel like, like you take it and you like inhale after you take a sip and it like well and you just kind of like just like you take the sip and then you just kind of let it sit you know sure 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 and um you can kind of feel like the different the different tastes kind of poking through like alternating almost like back and forth like the smoky and the bitter and and the the sweet chocolate kind of like almost like they're combating for your attention cool I already put some uh, creamer in mine, so that definitely skews the taste. That would definitely, definitely skew the taste. But yeah, I, I really like this one. This one's good. Um, no, so yeah, this one like again, it, organic. I did like the taste. Like I said, I I just like weak coffee, really. You do. I do. I just I really like weaker coffee. So the weaker the better, I think. I'm mm. I'm really more of a tea person, I guess, <laughs> mm. by that standard. But no, we should do a tea. We should one of these days. We should. I'm a big tea fan. Yeah. Um, we've got several different teas in there. I'm our just a big cabinet. like warm beverage person. Like I like warm beverages. Mm-hmm. They're like hugs. Yeah, you're not really so much into the coffee as much as you are into the cozy. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the cozy for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. Um. All right. So let's you go get ahead. Me. And, yeah. Of course. Well, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Not the podcast, but yeah. Well, yeah. well, now we've been doing the podcast for a little while, but yeah. you know this whole Us thing. marriage <laughs> thing. Um, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and and um, kick things off. So how have you been? How was your week? Um, I feel like that's a trick question. But good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Really, really good. Good. It has been a good week. Uh, things starting to slow down. I know with your job, things have been hectic lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely going better. Like, I definitely, I feel more caught up and more, like, on top of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's been a little bit easier. And Thea's been napping a whole lot better these days. 
just in general. So yeah. I get a little bit more work done when she naps. Yeah, she's been in a lot better better moods lately. Yeah, not quite as cranky. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. What about you? Uh, my you? week was my week was okay. It's been a little it's been a little stressful. It's yeah. got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of fires to deal with at work. Yeah. Um but you know, it's been okay. I'm looking forward to um we've got a, a trip coming up next week, so yeah. that's gonna be fun. Uh looking, I don't know what looking I'm forward do to some like, time off. Yeah, well I mean I know exactly what I'm gonna do with my time off, but like I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself whenever I don't have to divide my time between work and like momming. I can just like mom about. Yeah. I love it. I'm mom really, about the country. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um looking forward to being able to get some smoking done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make some jerky. Are you gonna do the brisket? Uh, I was thinking about, you know, maybe going by, maybe this weekend. Isn't that what we have? No, we have we, butts. Yeah, we've got some Boston butts in the freezer. Yeah. I'm not going to do any of those right now. Oh. Because I'll have to thaw out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll t- take probably a couple of days to thaw. I mean, we could set the turkey out before we leave. Put it in the fridge to let it thaw while we're gone? Yeah. We could if we were wanting to do turkey when we get back. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, why? I don't know. Why not? We're adults. We can have Thanksgiving food literally anytime we want. I don't know. It's just, I don't, that seems like a lot of doing when we first get back. That's true. That's true. That's true. But something to think about. Um, So you said Thea's been, uh, you know, we mentioned that Thea's doing pretty good. She's been cool lately. Oh my gosh. Super like bubbly and. She's the best. Yeah. She's screaming a lot lately. Squealing. Yeah. Yeah. Tuck, All tuck. the time. Oh, it's like, what's up, that image that I, <laughs> um, like, how our kids like T-Rexes? Like, how, like, babies are like T-Rexes. Oh, yeah. So, babies are like T-Rexes. And why is that? Because, let me pull this up. Let me get it. Let me get it. Okay. They both have earth-shaking vocal cries. They both have tiny arms. Mm-hmm. They both have razor-sharp fingernails, mm-hmm. which... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they are both messy eaters. Mm-hmm. They both have an awkward gait about them, you know, wiggling around, wobbling mm-hmm. around. And they are both capable of destroying the entire house. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yep. Babies are like T-Rexes. Yeah, that tracks. Yep. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's probably a T-Rex. Yep. Yeah. Or a toddler. Yeah. Right. Or exactly. a baby. Correct. Oh, you ready to move on to our question? I'm excited. Yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, you've already taken a look and you like this one, huh? Oh, no, that one's dumb. I don't like that one. I oh, have... so no, you didn't already. No, I'm just excited about these questions. Okay. Ooh, ooh, I like this one. This one's fun. Okay, in a movie about your life, who would play your mother? Who would play my mother? Yeah. I don't know. Um, mm, this is good. I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who do you, who would play your mother. This is that. That's a question that I framed to you. 
so I don't know either. <laughs> but I like this question because I'm trying to think about it. Like, yeah. Okay, I so who would play your mom? I'm trying to. Who would you think would play my mom? I know that's what I, I'm thinking I, I can't about really too. think of anything. I know I'm trying to think about it too. It's such a good question, and it's, I'm having trouble like answering it because who would like who could play our mom? Like they're just you know like they're indescribable. Well, I've. <laughs> oh no. I don't know who would play my mom. Oh, I know who would play your mom. Who? Because she is slash was. Adored by all. Oh, Betty White. Betty White would play your mom. Yeah. Yeah, because she's adored by all. Yeah, just like super nice, like nobody, like there's not really a bad thing to say about her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Betty White would play your mom. Mm -hmm. May she rest in peace, Betty White. So. Yeah, that's a pretty good fit. Yeah. Who would play my mom? Just super sweet and then also funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the stuff you the stuff your mom shares on Facebook makes me laugh so much. She is so funny. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, who would play my mom? She listens. So. <laughs> Does she still rude. listen? That's rude. Does she still listen? I think so. Okay. Then I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna get in trouble. You're going to get in big trouble for that. Nah. nah. Uh, I would say probably Kathy Bates. Why? I don't know. Well, for a couple of different roles. Yeah? Um, yeah, one, the I, I can't remember the, the lady that she plays. Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah, that one. Yes! That one. I can't remember her name in that. But. Oh, yes. That is such a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially the Tawanda part. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because she's brought that. I think she she's she's like mentioned that movie several times. Yeah. And especially like that scene. So. Yeah. And she did that. Yeah. So. <laughs> that she did. So. Yeah, that that she did. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good yeah. That's a very good character <laughs> characterization. Yeah. And Jay, she actually resembles her quite a bit too. I would think, you know, yeah. with like the, the red, red hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good, especially in like in that movie. In the person. eyes, like their their facial features are very similar. Yeah, yeah, I hear, I I can see it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Oh, <laughs> have you ever been so happy that you cried? <laughs> Who hasn't? Um, yes, like a couple of times. Like? Mostly the one time. I cry all the time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you do all the time. All the time. I'm happy, I cry. I'm sad, I cry. I'm angry, I cry. I, like, I don't know. Like, I just cry all the time. It's so, it just feels so good to cry sometimes. Uh, I don't, I don't. (laughs) Can't relate. You did, you cried when Theo was born. I did cry when Theo was born. Yeah, that's. That's a good one. A little bit. You did. It's a beautiful moment. No, I'm not saying I'm just saying I just I wasn't like streaming tears or anything, but I did <laughs> have, you know, I did cry a little bit. Yeah. Well, like, okay, dude. Sorry about that. Zeus is. Um, so, yeah. 
I mean, she's a miracle. Like, literally. So, of course, you're, you're gonna cry whenever she's around. Ooh, I like this one. This one's really good, too. This question. This next okay. One. Do big crowds make you feel alone or connected to the world? Mm. This is such a good question. Big crowds. So... <laughs> it depends. I yeah, guess. I don't... I guess probably alone, really, because... I don't know, especially in, like, large, like, really close crowds, I tend to get some, like, um, you know, social anxiety going on. I don't really like a lot of people around at Walmart. And yeah. I, I would say that, like, it makes you feel more Puts alone me on edge. Whenever, and, yeah, it puts you on edge whenever it's things like that. However, whenever we went to the pilgrimage... I would definitely say that that made you feel a little bit more connected. Just yeah. Because, like... Yeah, so were, I would say it probably just kind of depends on the setting. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, there were a ton of people there. However, there was room to, like, spread out and, like, other things to do. You know? Yeah. And even if you were in the crowd, like, at the concert, like, at, you know, at the performances, like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, and in, in a way, like, we were all kind of there to like enjoy yeah. something though and like together mm-hmm. and the same thing with like a, a concert so it's kind of like i'm already connected to the crowd yeah 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 because you're in those type of settings reason. yeah exactly yeah i get that i get that for sure what about you um i think it's it's similar for me like obviously like i don't like crowds at walmart but i think i am more I think they feel it make me feel more connected when I when I, when I take a stop to be mindful. So even if it's in Walmart and chaos and stuff like that, like the other day, whenever or a couple of weeks ago, whenever we had that big snowstorm that was going to come in, and I went to Walmart and like everybody and their brother was there, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like it was really overwhelming, and I felt kind of isolated however whenever I kind of stopped a minute and looking back on it too it's like we were all in that together we were all like preparing for the storm you know so I mean I can feel a sense of connectedness in that way Uh, you know does that make sense yeah I can see that so like while I didn't really enjoy my experience there because everyone was feeling so frazzled and like just the energy of the place was a little bit rough yeah um I could definitely appreciate like oh we're all figuring it out you know yeah. So, if that makes sense at all. It does. It does. You want to do another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. When the phone rings, do you generally experience excitement or dread? I'm just going to answer mine right now. Like, most of the time it's dread because I don't really like talking on the phone. Yeah. And it usually, the phone rings, because, like, most people just text me these days, which I really do prefer. But whenever the phone rings, I'm kind of like, ugh, I'm going to have to be on the phone for a minute now. Because I I love talking. And so it's, like, always interrupts in the middle of something. And so it's like, man. It just depends for me if it's, like, is it my work phone that's ringing or is it just somebody's actually just calling me, like, my personal phone. My personal phone, I don't really mind so much because the only people that really call me are either telemarketers that I don't really care about. So I'll either just hang up or mess with them for a bit. Or it's like <laughs> my mom. Yeah. That's pretty much the only people that call me. I call you. 
sometimes if you're like on the way home from something, but most of the time you're here with me. So. Yeah, we're together all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I, I hate to use the word dread. Like, I don't really like using, you know, but it's, it is kind of like, man, I'm going to be on the phone for like an hour. It's definitely, I'm definitely more aware of the fact that I'm going to be not doing what I was just doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's move on. What's what's next on our agenda here? The topic. All right. You ready? Yeah, so tonight we are going to talk about something I think is pretty fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, and it's one of those that's like we, honestly, I'll be honest, we didn't really prepare very much for it. Them, no, well, no, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is not one of those like well thought out, like this is a very educational topic that we've been and we've decided like, not to collaborating yeah. Yeah, but uh, this is one of those just like, hey, what do we talk about? Oh, I don't know. Random topic. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So we're yeah. talking about volcanoes. Just one of those things that's just like, hey, that's just a random thing that sounds cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and then you think like, oh yeah, that sounds great to talk about. And then when we started thinking of like, oh, okay, what are we going to talk about? And we're about mm-hmm. to do the podcast here and here a little here in a little while. It was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is there to say about volcanoes? I mean, they're cool. Yes. So I'm a little bit upset that I never made a like paper mache. I know, right? right? Like, like I'm gonna say, out. growing up and always like seeing stuff like on TV, like everybody always made these volcanoes in yes. science class, and I never made one. I never made one either. I mean, I did make a very like good scale model replica of a pyramid, which I will say you know, fostered my interest in Egyptology, but I never made a volcano. Yeah, that was never a thing. Um, now, we did do, like, just the, the baking soda peroxide stuff. Or not baking soda peroxide, baking soda and... Uh, yeah, it's hydrogen peroxide. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we did that some, and just kind of, like, not, like, like in science, because, like, me and Mom would just... Yeah. Had done some... I had, like, a little science kit thing. Ooh, um, so we just kind of like mixed them in like a little test tube thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we never like did anything like that as like a science project to make like an actual like little volcano. I always thought it would be so much fun. One of the best get- gifts I got, you saying that, like one of the best gifts I got was, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I do now, was the um, microscope that I got from my grandfather. Yeah. Yes. It was so cool. Like looking back on it, I was like, man, like that, that was really amazing. So, but that just, that, I don't know, that popped in my head. But yes, like, I never did a volcano, and that's a little upsetting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Thea will do a volcano. Me too. So we'll get to live through her. Oh, yes. That's, well, that's why you have kids, right? So you can live vicariously through them. Yep. Absolutely. So, do you have, what do you have to say about volcanoes? Um, so I did find a little bit. You said you've got some some pretty good stuff over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I found this one. It's uh, eleven wild volcano facts. Ooh, mine's gonna be way boring after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not anything like super crazy, but some of it's pretty cool. I didn't get a chance to get all the way through the list, though, to be okay. honest. That's cool. So, uh, number, number one, it. the volcanic rock pumice is the only rock that can float in water. It is usually gray and full of bubbly holes, which form when hot gases jet furiously out of the rock as it cools. That makes sense. 
That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Uh, the most formidable volcanoes are called supervolcanoes. A supervolcanic eruption can rain hellfire across <laughs> thousands of miles and cause worldwide climatic. Climatic. Cli- so it says climatic changes. I always thought it was clim- climatic. Climactic. Huh. No, the climactic is like oh that's anticlimactic. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. climatic is for for climate. Got it. Got um, it. Okay, yeah. Uh, such as such as a drop in global temperature due to the release of tons of ash particles into the atmosphere. These monsters rear their ugly heads only ever only every few hundred thousand years. However, one of the biggest is in Yellowstone National Park, and scientists say it may be due for another eruption. Yep. Everything is dust. We're all gonna die. Yep. <laughs> I gotta say, volcanoes are metal. Partly, but mostly rock. Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> that, you know what I meant. They're like metal. Just, ugh. What's the next one? What's the next one? Um, let's see. The largest volcanic eruption ever observed was of Mount Tambora on the island of Sumbawa in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Its eruption in 1815 killed about 100,000 people. Indonesia is thought to have the largest number of historically active volcanoes, a total of 76, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's one of my sources. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what's one of your sources? The The U.S. Geological Geological Survey. Survey. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Number four, most volcanoes occur near the edges of tectonic plates, the massive rock slabs that make up Earth's surface. But some volcanoes, such as the Yellowstone supervolcano, lie over other hot spots where magma wells up from deep within the earth. Uh, five, known as the land of fire and ice, Iceland perches atop the volcanoes of the Atlantic's mid-oceanic ridge. Uh, the latest eruption of the... Wow. I can't pronounce that. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at pronouncing stuff. <laughs> So I'm going to try it. Okay. All right. So the latest eruption of the Ayafialajokul volcano Nailed it. in April 2010 pales in comparison to the violent 1783's eruption of Mount Skaptar, which devastated the well, islands. What a cool name for a kid. Skaptar? Yeah. It just reminds me of Reptar from uh, Rugrats. Can we name our next kid Skaptar? No. Okay. If we were going to name him Skaptar, I would rather name name our son Ragnar. Ragnar? Yeah. Uh, number six, the 1991 eruption of Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines was even worse. This volcano, this volcano spewed 22 million tons of sulfur dioxide, which encircled the entire planet and brought the global temperature down at least 0.5 degrees Celsius, according to the USGS. It sounds like the solution to climate change. We just make one of these super volcanoes go off. Um... Problem solved. Well, it either cools everything down or kills everybody. Win win. Okay, Thanos. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Either way, it solves the problem. Sure thing, Thanos. 
We're, we're, Whatever works. We'll circle back to that as a last resort, but, you know. It's still on the board. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Volcanoes can grow. That one's, I mean, pretty pretty obvious. Um, as Wait, lava and ash accumulate, they oh, add yeah, layers yeah. and height to the volcanic surface. This one is this is one common way mountains are built. Yeah. Uh, eight volcanoes can become extinct if scientists do not expect the volcano to ever erupt ever again. Uh, they consider it to be extinct. Volcanoes that are not currently active may erupt again, but are labeled dormant. Or wait, currently that are not currently active, but may erupt again, are labeled dormant. Dormant. Okay, so there's a different between there's a difference between dormant and extinct. Yes. Okay, and dormant is just like you haven't done anything in a while, but you could. Yeah, I think yeah. they, I, I think they probably measure like, um, well, we'll like geological conditions and we'll things like that it. beneath the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nine, the sheer force of some volcanic eruptions can cause its magma chambers to collapse, forming a giant bowl-shaped crater called a caldera. Oh, that's what that's called. Uh -huh, uh -huh, that's cool. Uh -huh. The biggest volcano on Earth is Hawaii's Mauna Loa. One of the five volcanoes in Hawaii, it towers 13,000 feet above sea level. The Hawaiian islands were actually created by a hotspot. Mm. I did know that about the, the islands. That's yeah. cool. And number 11, volcanoes make sunsets more colorful. When Alaska's Kasatochi volcano erupted in 2008, people all over the world saw unusually beautiful orange and coral hues in sunsets. This visual phenomenon is the result of fine ash particles in the atmosphere scattering the sun's rays. That's beautifully terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, I did come across while I was looking for things to, to read about the difference between magma and lava. Ooh, what is the difference? So, magma, it's actually the same thing, but it, when it's still beneath the surface of the earth, it's called magma. Oh, and then when it, when it erupts and comes out, it's called lava. lava. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. Hmm. So, are you done with your, your list? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. So, I have, uh, which volcanic eruptions were the deadliest, according to the U.S. Geological Survey? Ooh. Yeah. This sounds cool. Yeah, it does. And then I read, like, down to a couple of reasons, and now I'm sad. But, <laughs> um, Nevado del Ruiz in Colombia in 1985, it had 25,000 casualties. Mm. And most of the, uh, like, so it has, like, this is a, a chart, and it has the major cause is mud flows. Like so, that's what caused, um, like, from the volcano created mud flows? Correct. Huh. Correct. How did it cause mud flows? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Like, it's, it's like a side effect of volcanic eruptions, and it's kind of like how with, uh, oh, what is it? Like earthquakes and stuff cause like mudslides and all that kind of stuff, and their earthquakes are also related to volcanoes. Mm, mm, mm. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so then, was it really caused by the volcano, or was it just the earthquake that may have caused the eruption? So I think that's like a chicken and egg argument because there are small earthquakes, like according to netgeo.com, 
um, like there are small earthquakes that happen just before an eruption and the volcano grows in size. Yeah. Which is weird. Like before it erupts. Oh, yeah. Which is like the sides of it. Like it gets wider. That's weird. I don't, I don't really get that. I mean, I do, but it's, it's rock. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, well, it's, it's like it's being, I mean, there's like a lot of pressure, pressure underneath, like being, so it's yeah. kind of like pushing it from the inside out. Yeah, it's really Until weird. it finally explodes out. Yeah. And then, like, I didn't realize that they measure that. You know, they measure, like, the, it's, I thought that Yeah, was I never really thought about that, but it makes sense. Yeah, but that's how they, that's, like, part of, part of what they measure. So, anyways, yeah. Um, that's cool. So... I don't know what this is. I'm going to have to look this up. Um, so, Mont Pele in Martinique in 1902. It killed 30,000. Um, and the major cause of death was pyroclastic flows. And I think that that's lava flow, correct? I'm going to look it up just I think to so. make sure. That, that sounds right. Yeah. Pyroclastic uh, is a fast-moving current of hot gas and volcanic matter. So, like, it's not necessarily lava. Yeah, pyroclastic flow is a fast-moving current of hot gas and volcanic matter. So it's could it's probably like everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Dense right. destructive mass of very hot ash, lava fragments, and gases ejected ex- ejected explosively from a volcano and typically flowing downslope at great speed. Makes sense. Um, Krakatau, uh, Krakatau, Krakatau, yeah. Krakatau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indonesia in eighteen eighty three, it killed thirty six thousand, and the major cause of death was tsunami. Um, Tambora, Indonesia in eighteen fifteen, it killed ninety two thousand, and the main cause was starvation. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the one that I had referenced, Mount Tambora, in Indonesia. Mm. In 1815, mine yeah. says it killed 100,000, so that was a lie. Oh, well, I, this has, like, footnotes or whatever here, too. But, yeah. But they mostly died because of starvation? Yeah. That's... Sad. I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if you're going to die from a volcano, that's kind of lame. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I that one, I was like, oh, that's, like, that's really, like, tragic. Um... So, Mount St. Helens, which happened in 1980, um, only, like, this is not the most, like, uh, this isn't the deadliest, but it is another another notable eruption. Um, Mount St. Helens in Washington in 1980, it killed 73 uh, because of asphyxiation from ash. 73,000 or 73 people? Oh, uh, sorry, it's 57 people. Oh, so none of those. Yeah. Sorry. 57. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then, oh, I, I did go to, like, Nat Geo and look up, uh, like, the volcano facts and, like, how they form. And um, let's see. One thing that I knew beforehand was the fact that, like, uh, volcanic soil is some of the most fertile. Yep. I did know that. Yeah. 
Um, there are volcanoes on every continent, and even Antarctica. Some 1,500 volcanoes are still considered potentially active around the world today, and 161 of those, which is over 10%, sit within the boundaries of the United States. Mm. Which, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see if I can find that other fact that I thought was really cool. Um... How do volcanoes form? We kind of talked about that. Um, the tectonic plates. They like sit there. Um, they push up. Magma pushes up through the crust of the earth and forms. Yeah. Aha. This is. So I actually I read something about that too. Um, I was trying to find this in my notes, but go ahead. Um, let's see. Uh, volcanoes erupt because of escaping magma about 30 kilometers beneath your feet is the Earth's mantle. It's a region of super hot rock that About 30 what? 30 kilometers beneath your feet. I don't like that. That sounds way too close. I don't like that. That's like 23 to 25 miles-ish, probably. That's still a little too close. Can we put more numbers in there? Like, how many feet is that? A lot of feet. Okay, that works. That's better. I like that a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know, like 23, so 30, like, like those are lower numbers. 5,280 feet in a mile. So. Okay, cool. So it's a lot of feet. Way yeah. a lot of feet. Way a lot of feet. Okay, cool. That that works for me. We're going to have to start using those forms of measurements and not things like 30, because 30 is young. Okay? Okay. Um, so, um, in about way a lot of feet beneath your feet <laughs> is the Earth's mantle. Yes. It's a region of super hot rock that extends down to the Earth's core. This region is so hot that molten rock can squeeze out and form giant bubbles of liquid rock called magma chambers. Oh. This rock is the magma is lighter than the surrounding rock, so it rises up, finding cracks and weaknesses in the Earth's crust. And that's what forms like volcanoes. And that's where the eruptions come from. Gotcha, gotcha. When it finally reaches the surface, it erupts out of the ground as lava, ash, volcanic gases, and rock. It's called magma when it's under the ground and lava when it erupts onto the surface, as we mm. discussed. Cool. Okay. Uh, so this, this I thought was really interesting. Where are all of these volcanoes? So some 73% of the world's volcanoes are positioned around the Ring of Fire, which is a 25,000 mile long horseshoe a whole way a lot of feet long yeah yeah way a lot of feet long horseshoe shaped zone that stretched from stretches from the southern tip of south america across the west coast coast of north america through the bering sea to japan and on to new zealand so like a lot like it's way a lot of feet times a lot <laughs> so um, this region is where the edges of the Pacific and the Nazca plates butt up against an array of other tectonic plates. Importantly, however, the volcanoes of the Ring and Fire aren't geologically connected, which I thought was really interesting. So like there's this huge like Ring of Fire of volcanoes, but they're not connected mm -hmm. to each other. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Some of the dangers oh yeah okay here uh, we can predict volcanic eruptions volcanoes give some warning signs of pending eruption making it vital for scientists to closely 
um, monitor any volcanoes near large population centers. Warning signs include small earthquakes, swelling or bulging of the volcano's sides, and increased emission of gases from its vents. None of those signs necessarily mean an eruption is imminent, but they can help scientists evaluate the state of the volcano when magma is building. So yeah, I just never knew that it was, that like the sides group, like that just blows my mind. Yeah. Like, so weird. Yeah, so I've, I've actually got another one too, um, which uh, this, this fact is called volcanoes can grow quickly. Um, but first, before this one, we need to go over the three major kinds of volcanoes. Oh. Um, so that all, although all volcanoes are made from hot magma reaching the surface of the earth and erupting, there are different kinds. Shield volcanoes have lava flows with low viscosity that flow dozens of kilometers. This makes them very wide with smoothly sloping flanks. So they're not necessarily very tall. Oh, so the lava that erupts from them is fast moving, is what yeah. that's saying, correct? Yeah, low viscosity, so it's not very thick. It's more like almost kind of like more watery so it flows very quickly and it makes sense as to why it wouldn't be as tall yeah okay okay i'm, um, I'm following stratovolcanoes are made up of different kinds of lava and eruptions of ash and rock and grow to enormous heights cinder cone volcanoes are usually smaller and come from short-lived eruptions that only make a cone about 400 meters high Interesting. So stratovolcanoes are probably the ones that most people think of as like the typical volcano that you see like yeah. in the movies and stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, so now that we've gone over those types of volcanoes, um, this one, volcanoes can grow very quickly. Although some volcanoes can take thousands of years to form, others can grow overnight. What? For example, the cinder cone volcano... Uh, in Paracutin appeared in a Mexican or no the, the volcano was called Paracutin um, I guess I've never heard of it but it appeared in a Mexican cornfield on February 20th 1943 stop it within a week it was five stories tall stop and by the end of a year <gasps> it had grown to more than 336 meters tall <laughs> I know okay I know. yeah it's upsetting isn't it maestro yeah. Could you imagine that farmer in the middle of that cornfield, just all of a sudden his cornfield is gone and it's just a freaking volcano in the middle of his, like, livelihood? Yeah. Oh it ended gosh. its growth in 1952 at a height of 424 meters. What? So that was over nine years. What? Yeah, that's crazy. And then, like, all of a sudden you're, so, like, you're just farming along. Right, and then all of a sudden, oh great! I up be, pops the volcano up out pop, of nowhere. Up pops a volcano out of nowhere, and like damn near run into it with a tractor. Yeah, exactly. And like, how in the world that is? I so what are those called again? Uh, cylinder, cylinder, cinder cone. Okay, right. That's what you yeah, said? Yeah, cinder cone. Yeah. I'm going to have to do some... I didn't realize this was something I needed to be afraid of. So, add that to the list of fears. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's like um, that uh, Big Bang Theory scene where um, Sheldon, he's, he's listing, he's talking to Penny, and she's looking at this list that he made, and he said, uh, oh, he he'd made a list of natural disasters. Um of all the natural disasters that he could think of and then he, she got to I think it was like 
fire tornado or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, what, that's a real thing? And he said, no, I've made that one up. <laughs> Although I wish I hadn't because now I'm afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cindercone Volcano definitely feels like something that somebody made up. Like Yeah. And like just like the story behind it too. Like you made that up. Like Well, that one particular. Like that's just one type. I know. They don't but, offer that quickly. Well yeah, I know, but like could you imagine like just this person, this like Mexican farmer is just like calling his family, like, dude, this volcano just grew in my cornfield. Yeah. And we're like, No way. That didn't happen. You're lying. Oh my gosh. There are twenty volcanoes erupting right now. Somewhere around the world, there are likely about 20 active volcanoes erupting as you're reading this. Uh, Some are experiencing new activity. Others are ongoing. Between 50 to 70 volcanoes erupted last year, and 160 were active in the last decade. Geologists estimate that 1,300 erupted in the last 10,000 years. Three-quarters of all eruptions happen underneath the ocean, and most are actively erupting, and no geologist knows about it at all. One of the reasons is that the volcanoes occur at the mid-ocean ridges where the ocean's plates are spreading apart. If you add the underwater volcanoes, you get an estimate that there are a total of about 6,000 volcanoes that have erupted in the last 10,000 years. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, most of it happens like in the ocean. So, so is it possible that like a new continent could just form? A new continent? I would say... Okay, maybe not continent, but like a new island. Yeah. Which is technically a continent, right? Because like... Right? A new island for sure, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's where Hawaii came from, so... Yeah, but like, how long would that take, I wonder? I don't know. Could I... If you ask the guys in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Could I claim... A piece of ocean for myself and then any subsequent land mass that developed on that piece no, of ocean so. become mine? No, I don't think so. Why not? I think you'd have to wait till the land was there and then go claim the land. Okay. Can that just be like our family destiny and like our family mission? Like go find an island to yeah. keep? Yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. Alright. We'll we'll put we'll jot that down. We'll we'll put a pin in it couple here um so i found this oh go ahead sorry the tallest volcano in the solar system isn't on earth uh the tallest volcano in our solar system let's see is on mars olympus mons it's a giant shield volcano that rises to an elevation of 27 kilometers and it measures 550 kilometers across scientists think that mount No, scientists think that Olympus Mons was able to get so large because there aren't any plate tectonics on Mars. A single hotspot was able to bubble away for billions of years, building this volcano up bigger and bigger. Did that just say there's no tectonic plates on Mars? Mm Mm-hmm. How does that work? Probably because it's so far away from the sun, it's not, like, getting... Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's weird. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Learn something new every day. I like that. So I I did find this thing about, apparently on January 5th, there was a Tongan eruption. 
of a volcano. So it's uh, the eruption that devastated Tonga on January 15th lasted just 11 hours, but it will take years for scientists to work out exactly what happened during the cataclysmic explosion and what it means for future uh, volcanic risks. Um, The volcano named Hunga Tonga um, sent a plume of ash soaring into the upper atmosphere and triggered a tsunami that destroyed homes on Tonga's nearby islands. Reverberations from the eruption circled the globe multiple times. The extraordinary power of the blast captured by a range of sophisticated Earth-observing satellites is challenging ideas about the physics of eruptions. Researchers are finding it hard to explain why the volcano sent a cloud to such heights yet emitted less ash than would be expected for an eruption of such magnitude. And the shockwaves that rippled through the atmosphere and oceans are unlike anything seen in modern scientific era. More like magnitude. <laughs> You're waiting for that, huh? I was. Waiting for that one. But I thought that's, that's so cool, like, how there's so much to learn still. Yeah. And how it sent so much, like, like such a cloud so high, but the ash wasn't as, as much. I thought that was really interesting. So, volcanoes are so cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, I definitely wouldn't want to live near one. But apparently, we could. No, we're not really close to one. Yeah, but one could just pop up in our backyard. That's true. We have to get rid of those groundhogs. They're gonna like disturb. <laughs> they're just gonna. They're gonna like disturb. They're gonna dig down and find a volcano. Yeah. It's gonna. Yeah. Weaken the the, the ground. Because apparently it's only thirty something whatever is down, which is too close. Yep. Gotta say, way too close. All right. So, <sighs> I guess that wraps up our discussion on volcanoes. Oh, we're gonna talk about this some more. <laughs> but yes, for the podcast. So. That's cool. Do you have a hot take? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, sweet. Uh, sweet it's sweet. one that we I had talked about yesterday. So I've got this real issue with we buy these packs of batteries from Amazon. Oh yeah. I've got this big box of batteries from Amazon, and all the the batteries that come in all these little packs of four. Yeah, these little four pack um, dividers. So it's just like. They're like wrapped They're not up. loose. They're not yeah. loose. So like, first yeah. of all, just send me the box just full of batteries. I don't I don't need all the batteries like individually wrapped into like this little neat package. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't need that. First of all, I don't need to go after I've already opened the box, unwrap all the batteries that I need to use. Yeah. I Second, will use these. Yeah. Yes. Ex- secondly, in my biggest, my biggest uh, <laughs> woe about this, this four-pack situation going on is because it seems that every freaking thing we use that that needs batteries takes three batteries correct so now i have to open up all these packs of batteries and then i'm still just leaving one yeah until you have opened three of them and then you're fine yeah but that's crazy that's dumb it really bugs the crap out of me that i'm like opening up this pack of batteries and then like just leaving one yeah. Putting it back in the box, like this would have this would all been avoided if they would have just stopped wasting all that plastic, wrapping them all up into packs of four. Correct, and you never find just the one. No, you don't find just. The I don't one. ever know what happens to the one that was left. Yeah, they're, they're never back in the pack. Nope, nope. We have a basket full of batteries. Yeah, 
somehow they're not even in the basket. I don't know where the one battery Yeah, I don't know. To. Somewhere we've got this big pile of just single <laughs> batteries in a little scrap of plastic from these little four-packs, <laughs> and I don't know where they're at. Yeah, you are absolutely right. That is exactly... I don't know where they are. But it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, it's really frustrating. I'm... I'm with you. Like, I, I really don't get... there. There's no reason for them to come in four packs like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazon Basics looking at you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like the batteries, and there's a pretty good price for them. Yeah. But, like, first of all, they could have just saved the effort and the plastic without doing that. Just take just, the batteries that you've already got, the box that you've already got, just skip that step, just put them in the box and ship it to me. Yeah. That's all I need. Like, they don't even... Here's the thing about I'm, t- I'm asking you to do less work. Yeah, and here's the thing about, like, all of that kind of stuff. Like, batteries, light bulbs... I mean, I get light bulbs are fragile, but, like, stuff like that. Like, they don't have to look good. I get it from, like, an organizational psychology standpoint or whatever, but they don't have to look good. Just... Throw some batteries in a box. They don't have to be neat. They don't have to be organized. Like it's kind of more of a hassle when they are neat and organized because you got to put your little thing, you know, put your fingers in there and like dig them out. Like I would much rather just like scoop batteries out of a box. Yeah, just send me like a bucket full of batteries. <laughs> yes. And I can just like grab a handful and go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Bad. that's what we need. Bucket of batteries. Yeah. More things should just come in buckets. Yeah, we we that that is that is intellectual property. It's our idea. Don't steal it. Yeah. Yeah. IP. IP. There we go. But yeah, I'm with you. More things should come in buckets. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's just the the optimal delivery method for most things. Yeah. Chicken. Mm-hmm. Batteries. Mm-hmm. Paint. Paint. What else comes in buckets? I don't know. Popcorn. See, there you go. Yeah. Mm. I would buy a bucket. Manufacturers of the world use more buckets. Yeah. This hot take turned into something that uh, I think I think we're onto something here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. My hot take is not nearly as good as that. Well, it's yours. Opening up your own business is hard and I don't really like it. Yep. I mean, I like it, but I don't really like it. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. And I don't really appreciate the fact that, like, we're all just doing our best and making it up as we go. But then there are people out there who are like, this is how you're supposed to do it. And then, like, they sell, like, this MLM stuff about, like, oh, yeah, be, I don't know, like, get 40 million clients and quit your day job kind of stuff and it's just so dumb I don't like it I'm I've been on LinkedIn a lot more and like a lot of people on LinkedIn are they're very poachy I'll say I'll just say yeah yeah they're very like poachy mm-hmm. and so it's really frustrating because like you're you're trying to start your own business you're trying to like get stuff off the ground and they're just like I can get you six figures in like three months and it's like can you really Really? And it's just like, buy my stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. because If you give me your money, that will make you make more money. Yes. That yes. you can give to me. Yes. Ugh, it's so frustrating. And, like, I don't, like, I can spot that stuff, like, a mile away. So, it's not a, it's whatever. But it is so frustrating opening up your own business and getting everything started. Yeah. I wish there was just, this is, this is kind of sounds duplicitous, but I wish there was just, like, a, 
this is how you need to do it. But doesn't cost money. Please don't. I think that's what I'll do. Like whenever I finally open up my own business and like it's somewhat successful, I'm going to be like, here's what I did. I'm going to like help other people. Because I'm just so sick and tired of predatory like business practices. Yeah. It's so dumb. Anyways, yeah. My hot take was not nearly as fun as yours. They can't all be. Yeah, I know. You're just so great. You've got to feel like you're just like amazing. All right. So I think that about wraps up our episode this week. Yeah. This one's been, it's gone on for actually a good bit longer than I expected us to, uh, to be able to talk about volcanoes. Uh, Like I said, volcanoes are metal AF. Like they're pretty awesome. They're, they're rock. Would you like to go make a volcano? Maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Cool. All right. So that's our episode tonight, guys. I hope you all have enjoyed it. I oh. definitely enjoyed talking about it. It was a lot of fun. What's up? We forgot to mention that we're rebranding. What would we mention about that? Oh, we would just tell them that we're rebranding and we're going to look different eventually. <laughs> well, you did it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate the assist there, yep. Bart. No problem. Uh, so, again, thanks, guys, for listening to us today. Our coffee was Chameleon Organic Whole Bean Coffee. You can find it at Walmart. This was the Dark and Handsome. Did they have other ones of this one, or was this the only one that you saw? They did have other ones of that one, and I want to say the colors were slightly different, too. Okay, so. cool. So, Chameleon Coffee, go check them out. Um this one was pretty good. I enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. Um, go like, share, subscribe. We are anywhere you can get your podcast almost. We're mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. I think that's it. Are there other? Probably. That's where everyone gets their podcast anyways. If you get your place a podcast from somewhere that's not there, I guess let me know. We'll yeah. try to get there too. I don't know of them. so. Yeah. Also, you're probably some kind of weird hipster, so yeah. if you if you don't do those things, well, you know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, but we also we want to hear from you. Give us some uh, some ideas for topics, uh, or maybe some coffee suggestions. It'd be cool. Uh, you can email us uh, to date night coffee shop at gmail dot com. Correct. You can find us on Instagram at date night at the coffee shop. Um, again, we want to hear from you guys. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your suggestions. Or just reach out to us. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's <laughs> about it. So, again, thank you guys for listening. We really enjoyed it. And we hope you guys continue to listen in. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.